I don't know about you, but over the last few years with this pandemic, I've had so many setbacks. I've had some financial setbacks. I've had some setbacks in my business. I've lost some loved ones. And I'm sure that you can relate. I'm sure you've had some setbacks as well. I'm sure you've had some difficult situations you've had to come through and some challenges. And the the question is, when we're in the middle of these things, we can't really see our way through. How do you bounce back from a setback? How do you get back up when you've fallen down? How do you get back on track when it doesn't seem like there's light at the end of the tunnel? That's so difficult to do, right? Well, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how to bounce back from a setback coming up next in this episode. You're listening to the Grind and Gratitude Show. I am Danny Stone, and I've dedicated my entire life to helping people win. Win in their careers, win in their businesses, and win in their lives. This podcast is going to help you get on your grind and hustle to create the life that you love and walk in gratitude along the journey. Each episode, I'll teach you tools and tactics and bring you conversations with experts that will help you turn your passion into a thriving online business. Life isn't about wishing for something greater. It's about making it happen. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it. What is up? Coach Stone is in the building. What's going on? I am Danny Stone, also known as Coach Stone, the host of the Grind and Gratitude Show. That's where you are. That's what you're listening to right now. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If this is your first time tuning in, I really, really appreciate you tuning in. If you're an avid listener, thank you so much. You know I got love for you. And on the podcast, I consider you to be my co-host. I act as if you're sitting across from me and we're having a conversation. And I do that because I wish somebody had done that for me. Like I wish that I had mentors all throughout my life, especially when I needed them. And I'm not saying that I didn't have mentors at certain points in my time in in my life. But, you know, I just imagine that we're having a conversation and that's how I like to to do the podcast. And I consider you to be my my co-host. So thank you so much for being my co-host. On this episode, I really want to talk about something that I think we're all affected by. I think we all need to dig deep on this particular topic. And that's about how do we bounce back from a setback? How do we get back up when we've fallen down? And before we get too deep into this, let's really clarify what a setback is. Because I like us all to kind of have this, this understanding of what a setback is so that we're clear as we're going through this conversation. So a setback, according to Collins Dictionary, a setback is an event that delays your progress or reverses some of the progress that you've made. And it can be progress on any area of your life. So a setback is you've made some progress in some area of your life, and then all of a sudden something happens that stops that progress or delays it or gets you off track. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about a setback. Now, that being said, can you relate? Have you had some setbacks in your life? You know, I know over the last couple of years with this pandemic, so many of us have had so many different setbacks. And if you're like me, maybe you've had financial setbacks, setbacks in your career or your business, 
maybe with your health, with your relationships, maybe you've lost some loved ones like I have. And so we've all had a lot of setbacks over the last year or more. And the question is like, how do we bounce back? Like, how do we bounce back? Because let's be clear, we've all encountered challenges. We all have problems. We've all had failures. Maybe you're in the middle of a setback right now. It could be a setback with your health or your job or your business or your finances or your relationship. But we maybe you're in that right now. Maybe you've lost some people. Maybe you have debt weighing you down. Maybe you're kind of feeling lost in life right now and you're figuring out how do I get back on track? How do I get my energy and my mojo back? I get all that. You're not alone. Let me say this again. You are not alone. I've had setbacks. We've all had setbacks. And so so many people right now are in the middle of setbacks. They're trying to figure it out. How do they bounce back? How do you get back on track with all of these things? And that's what we want to talk about today. As I said, I can definitely relate. I've had so many setbacks, even over the last two years. But the question is like, how do you bounce back? How was I able to get back on track? How were you able to get back on track? And so that's what I want to talk about today. And I want to be clear about this. I'm not saying that I have all the answers. I'm not saying I have all the answers at all because I don't. I'm still learning. I'm still figuring things out. How do I bounce back from a setback? How do I get back on track when something doesn't go right? How do I stop beating myself up over a failure? I'm still learning as I go. But I just want to share some of the things that have worked for me and that are working for me and are working for some of my coaching clients to help us bounce back from a setback. Is that okay with you? Is it okay if I share some of these tips? All right. Thank you so much. I'm going to share maybe seven tips with you that are, may, may help you to, to get back on track, okay? The first tip is when you've fallen off or you have have some delays or some struggles or some challenges in your life, or maybe you've had some failures or made some mistakes, the first thing that you have to do is accept what happened. You have to accept it. The only way to get through something or to get over something is to acknowledge that it happened to you. And it sounds pretty straightforward, right? But so many times in our lives, we try to hide from a problem or we try to hide from a situation or a failure and act like it didn't happen. And we figure if we don't address the fact that somebody cheated on me or I cheated on someone else, if we don't address the fact that I lost my job. If I don't address the fact that I'm in debt, if I don't address the fact that I'm grieving and I try to just push it to the side, then it didn't happen. That's not true. Because when you ignore something and you act like it didn't happen and you pretend that it didn't happen, it actually weighs on you and it shows up in so many negative ways in your life. And so you have to learn to acknowledge that something happened. Maybe you've fallen off off track with a goal or a dream, or like I said, you've lost someone or you failed or you you're, you're trying to figure out a situation right now. You have to acknowledge where you are because once you acknowledge where you are, then, and you accept it, then you can move forward. And sometimes that's 
the very first step. And often that's the very first step for us to move forward. If you want to bounce back, you have to accept and acknowledge where you are, what happened, the situation that you're in. That's the first tip. The second tip is feel your feels. Feel your feels. I know that. I know that's not proper English. I know that, <laughs> but I said it. <laughs> feel your feels means it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to feel your emotions. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to have those emotions. You know, sometimes when we're in the middle of a challenging situation, we block ourselves and we block out those emotions. We try not to feel and you have to feel it. If you're trying to get through something, if you're trying to get over something, you have to feel it. You can't just acknowledge it and accept it. You got to feel it. And so it's okay to to feel those things, but don't let those emotions take longer than they really need to take. Don't let those emotions turn into depression and affect you in other areas of your life. Acknowledge it, be in it for a while, and then allow yourself some time to kind of feel those feelings and then move through them. Decide that, okay, I've, I've felt those emotions, I've cried, I felt angry, I'm sad, I'm upset, I felt those emotions, now I'm going to decide to move on. And this is really important. We have to learn to to feel the feels and then move on. But you can't move on until you feel the feels. And I think that's so important. We have to learn to do that. Don't worry about what other people are going to say. Don't worry about what other people think about, you know, you starting a business and the business not going the way you want. Don't worry what other people have to say about your relationship. Don't worry what other people have to say about your finances. Don't worry about that. Feel the feelings. Take in the emotions. Feel how you want to feel and know that your feelings are justified. There's no blueprint on how you should feel when you have a setback or when something doesn't go your way or when you have a failure or a loss. There's no blueprint on how you're supposed to feel. You feel the way that you feel. Acknowledge it, embrace it, and then once you do that, make a decision that you're going to move through those feelings or move with those feelings. I lost my grandfather during the pandemic and it was a difficult time. And I initially I thought, you know, let me just push through and let me go and do all of these things and just try to bury it. And then I just stopped myself. And I said, Danny, you just got to feel this loss. You got to feel the pain. You have to feel it. You can't run from it. And if I had ran from it and not felt it, it might have showed up in other ways that really affected my life in negative ways. So I just sat with it. Felt sad for a while. You know, I had some questions and why, why I couldn't spend more time with him. And, um, and then I let it go. And I was able to kind of just move forward. Now, I'm not saying that the sadness goes away. I'm not saying that I still don't wish that he was here. I'm saying that because I felt the feels, it allowed me to 
just release. And that and that allowed me to move forward. So I hope this is making sense to you. It's okay to feel your feels. It's okay to feel the way that you want to feel. Just don't stay there. Just don't stay there. Make a decision that you're going to get back up, that you're going to bounce back, and that you're going to move with and through those feelings. The third tip, if you really want to learn how to bounce back from a setback, is to forgive yourself and let go. Forgive yourself and let go. We all make mistakes. We all have setbacks. We all we all do things that we shouldn't have done. We all have made progress in some area of our lives and then that progress got stopped. But don't beat yourself up over it. I know it's not easy to forgive yourself for not being where you want to be in your life. I know it's not easy to forgive yourself for mistakes. I know it's not easy to forgive yourself for failures. But you have to learn to forgive yourself and let go. It's difficult to continue to beat yourself up over and over and over again. You can't move forward unless you do. You can't dwell on what happened. You can't dwell on where you are right now. You have to reset. You have to understand that you got knocked off track, but you can get back on track. You have to learn to get refocused. And understand that you're going to make more mistakes in life. We all do. That you're going to have other failures in life. You're going to have other setbacks. This is a part of life. So you have to understand that. You have to forgive yourself and you have to let go. It's so important. So many people beat themselves up over the past. I used to do that too. I used to worry about all the mistakes that I made. Mistakes in relationships. Mistakes in my career mistakes with my finances. And I would just beat myself up. I wish I had done this. I wish I had done that. I wish I hadn't have done that. And I used to say that to myself all the time. And I realized that mindset was holding me back from making better decisions, from taking different actions, from being a problem solver. So I had to learn to forgive myself and to let go. And maybe you need to do the same. Maybe you need to just forgive yourself, acknowledge that maybe you made some mistakes or some bad decisions and let go so that you can refocus. Hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a big goal or a big dream that you really want to get done, but you just can't see how to make it happen? Is there a big goal that you've been struggling with for a long time? You just don't know how you can really make sure that you get it done? Well, let me help you. I have a course that's called the Get It Done System. And in that course, I teach you how to get your goals done. All you got to do is go to IamDannyStone.com slash get it done and you can find out more information. Take care. The fourth tip you really want to learn how to bounce back from a setback is to find gratitude. You know, one of the fastest ways to heal from a challenging situation or a setback is to focus on gratitude, to ask yourself, what am I grateful for? In the middle of this challenging time, in the middle of this tumultuous time, what am I most grateful for? 
When you focus on what you're grateful for and what is working, you change your lens, you change your perspective. And when you learn to change your perspective, that opens you up to new ideas and new possibilities and new relationships that can help you bounce back. So when you learn to change your focus and change your energy and change your perspective, that's when you can get back on track. Learn to be grateful. Find gratitude in the journey because that's how you succeed. When you step back and you think, man, I'm so grateful that, you know, I didn't get that job because I realized that that wouldn't have been the job for me. Or I'm so grateful that I had this challenge in my business now, not later on when I'm more successful. Or I'm so grateful that, you know, I'm having these these challenges with my weight right now because it's really helping me to focus on what I should be eating. And now I'm getting my family focused on eating healthier. What are you grateful for in the challenge, in the setback, in the difficult situation? You, you see what you focus on. You know, it's like buying a new car or buying a new pair of shoes or a new hat or a jacket. When you buy that, don't you see more people who are wearing the same clothes or who have the same car? Isn't that amazing? You rarely notice that vehicle or you rarely notice that jacket or those shoes. People have been wearing them and driving those cars all the time, but you, you rarely notice But the minute that you buy it, that's when you notice. That's what life is like. Your attention goes where your energy flows, where your attention goes. So the energy and the attention that you're putting out there, that's that's where your energy is. So if you're constantly focusing on things not working out or I'm always going to be struggling or beating myself up over these failures, That's the focus. And because you're so focused on that, you're not seeing the opportunities. And so when you're grateful and you let in gratitude, it opens up more opportunities and possibilities that you've never seen before. And being grateful attracts more positive things in your life. I noticed like when I started being grateful and And keeping gratitude journals and waking up every day saying, you know, these are the 10 things that I'm grateful for. Like that was my first thought. And it still is my first thought. When I wake up in the morning, I pray and then I think about 10 things that I'm most grateful for. And it really changed my life. It changed my life because it helped me to change my perspective. Instead of waking up saying, you know, all of these things are going wrong. I started waking up saying, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for certain people I have in my life. I'm so grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm so grateful for my parents. I'm so grateful for all of the things that I have. And it started to change my perspective. And what I realized is it helped me to figure things out quicker when I get into challenging situations and I start to attract more positivity and more positive energy and more opportunities and more amazing people because that's the lens that I wake up with. And that's the lens that I, I try to 
focus on even when I'm going through a challenging situation. And I'm not trying to say I, I, I'm, I'm acting like I'm not in the situation. I'm not trying to say I act like the setback isn't, a, isn't happening. I'm saying that I'm looking for gratitude. I'm trying to focus on what I am grateful for so that I can then move to number five, which is learning from your mistakes. Right. Once I'm grateful, now I can start to learn from the mistakes. I can learn from the situation that I'm in. I can learn from the setback. And as I'm learning, I can look at things differently. Everything that happens in our lives is an opportunity for us to learn and grow. We learn from our mistakes, our failures, our setbacks. We learn from challenging situations. We learn from loss. We learn from everything. And it just in the middle of a failure, it doesn't mean that you won't have other missteps or mistakes. I'm not saying that because there will be. There'll be more mistakes that happen, more failures. But it helps you to develop resilience. It helps you to bounce back quicker. And that's what's important. In life, things aren't always going to go the way that we want. Things are going to happen to derail us, but we need to learn how to bounce back. We need to learn from the, what's happening. We have to learn from the mistakes and figure out a way to bounce back. And to keep it 100% real with you, you, you can't truly appreciate success unless you've had some failure. If you've never had a failure in your life, how can you really appreciate success when it comes? Failure is a part of the success journey. The setbacks are a part of success. They're a part of taking you to a heightened version of yourself, to creating the life that you want. There has to be some setbacks along the way. That's just the way life works. But when you learn from those setbacks and you learn from those mistakes and those failures, you can take those lessons and apply them in your life and learn to adjust and to tweak and to avoid certain things. And that's how you become successful. That's how you create more happiness and joy and peace and calm in your life from learning, learning from the setbacks. The sixth tip that I have is all about helping you to tap into your resilience. It's tapping into your creativity and your curiosity. Every human has the ability to be resilient. Resiliency is being strong and figuring things out and bouncing back. That's what resiliency is. You're built with that bounce back within you. You can make it through anything. But to do this, you have to tap into your curiosity and your creativity. We are naturally curious and we are naturally creative. You came in the world that way. The problem is most of us don't tap into that enough, especially when we're in the middle of a setback. That's when you really have to tap into your curiosity and your creativity. So what does that look like? It looks like asking yourself different questions. It looks like looking at the problem or the situation from different angles. It's about getting different perspectives. It's about trying something that you've never tried before. It's about not thinking in, with a limited mindset. It's about thinking limitless. That's what curiosity and creativity 
mean? So you're asking yourself heightened questions so that you can start thinking about solutions and new paths to get out of your situation. Ideas that never came to you before when you were focusing on the failure or the situation will now start to flow to you. People you never considered to kind of help you bounce back, you'll start to see that. It will shift your thinking and your energy just by focusing on being more curious about the situation and being more creative with possible solutions. So focusing and tapping in on your curiosity and your creativity is what's necessary to help you bounce back from a setback. And I'm telling you this, I never really considered myself a creative person. I used to work in the corporate world and I had my corporate job and I never considered myself a creative person. But what I realized is we all have creativity. We all have curiosity. It just comes in different ways. And one thing that I realize about myself is I ask a lot of really interesting questions and I want to know things. And so in the middle of setbacks, whether it was setbacks with my business or my career or whatever it was, I started really just asking myself better questions. Like, how did I get here? What did, where did everything go wrong? What can I do moving forward? Who can help me get through this? And then I started being creative and thinking limitless. And that's when I started to really build my resilience. And that's when I started bouncing back quicker from situations that maybe other people were having a longer time bouncing back from. These are all things that I continue to do today. And I teach to coaching clients. Again, I'm not saying I have the blueprint to help everybody bounce back. I'm just sharing some things that have and continue to work for me. And I still struggle with all these things too, but I'm just trying to share some tips to help you bounce back from a setback. And the last tip that I have is you have to reset and restart. You got to start again. You got to get back up with a new perspective, with new information, with new ideas and restart. You have new lessons now. You have new information. You have new insights. You have to use that and restart. And here's two questions that you should really ask yourself to remind yourself why you started on that goal or that dream or why you wake up every single day. Ask yourself these two questions to help you get refocused, re-energized, and to help you restart. Ask yourself these two questions. The first question, who is counting on me? Who is counting on me to keep going? That's a very powerful question. Maybe it's family members. Maybe it's your spouse or your partner. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's your community. Maybe it's your coworker or your employees. Maybe it's people you don't even know, but they need you to show up because you inspire them and you might not even know who they are. Who is counting on me? That's a question you should ask yourself. The next question is, who loses if I don't restart? 
If I don't keep going, who loses? Again, it could be anybody. It could be family, friends, coworkers, people that you secretly inspire. Ask yourself those two questions and they will help you to restart and get refocused. Because know this, you've been through difficult things before. You've had challenges. You've faced things that you never thought you could overcome before. But you're still here. You're listening to this podcast episode right now. That means that you're stronger than you know. You're more resilient. That you're brave. You continue to show up every day, even when you've faced challenges. So you have everything in you to keep going. You have everything in you to create a better life for yourself and for your family. You have everything in you to make a greater impact in the world. You have everything in you to live the lifestyle that you choose to live. It's in you. But if you quit, you'll never get there. You have to restart. You got to start again. You got to dust yourself off and get back up. You got to quiet that inner critic that says, nah, you can't do this. You'll never figure out a way to get out of debt. You'll never figure out a way to make this relationship better. You're a loser. All of those negative voices inside, you got to shut them up. You got to quiet them down. There's a champion inside of you. There's a winner inside of you. There's greatness in you. You can't quit because of a setback. Champions don't quit when they fail. Champions don't quit when they have setbacks. They learn, they do all of these things, they reset, they restart, they figure it out, and they come back stronger. That's what I want you to do. If you're going through a difficult time right now, if you're in the middle of a setback, if you had some lost ones and you're trying to figure out how to keep going, I want you to know this. You have an inner strength. You have a champion. You're resilient. You're naturally curious and creative. You can get through this. You can get through this stronger than you know. Keep fighting. Keep going. If you need to, connect with people that can help you, but don't quit. Those are the seven tips that I have that are going to help you bounce back from a setback. Accept what happened and acknowledge it. Feel your feels. It's okay to feel your emotions. Forgive yourself and let go. Because we have to release, find gratitude every day, find something to be grateful for, because that's what you will attract. Learn from your mistakes, learn from the setback, learn from the situation that you're in. Tap into your creativity and your curiosity, because that's how you build resilience. And that's how you start to build that bounce back gene and then reset and restart. I know it's a lot. I want you to go back and listen to this again and again. I want you to write things down. I want you to make some notes because I know that sometimes things don't go the way that we expect, but I don't want you to give up. I want you to keep going. I would love to hear from you. You Send me a message on Instagram at I am Danny Stone. Let me know if you found value in this episode. Let me know your biggest takeaway. Please share this with other people that you know need it. We all need to learn how to bounce back quicker, how to be more resilient. So please share this episode.
That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for being my co-host. I'm looking forward to connecting you with the ne- in the next episode. Take care. Thanks so much for being my co-host on this episode of the Grind and Gratitude Show. I really appreciate you. I hope that you learned something and you're motivated to take action and get on your grind. Didn't that go by fast? If you want more, head over to grindandgratitude.com for show notes and more information about this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a rating so more people will tune in. And let me say this. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it.